0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Speak the Truth Podcast. My name is Matt Tardio. I am joined by my co-host Robert Turkla, who is not really present, but he is in his porcelain form with his little bobblehead doll because he is still out fishing. Why not? Well, I got my headset on, so that means today we're going to be interviewing a special guest.
1: Carl, you there, my friend? Boom! It's tactical, Carl. I'm here in the building, my brother.
0: <laughs> What's you up to today, man?
1: Man, nothing much. up am out here enjoying this uh, beautiful weather. Of Houston, Texas, you
0: know. Oh, I love Houston. I mean, I actually I hate Houston. The last time I did, I've, I've been to Houston one time. Man, I went down to Houston one time, and it, like as I was driving, around, I was just like, dude, like nobody obeys the traffic laws. Like I just felt like I was getting ran off the road every other day. And I was in a big ass truck too. And I'm like, how? Hey, the- bro, that place is like
1: rules of the road. You have to be a road warrior out here, and try not to, and try not to get smoked in traffic. Right now, Houston, we're leading the freaking nation. And homicides. What? We're we're in Chicago right now.
0: Houston's worse than Chicago in homicides?
1: Houston, Texas is worse than Chicago in homicides.
0: Okay. That's okay, right H- okay. hold up. Yep. I gotta we gotta we gotta tell the people what you do. For those that don't know who you are, we gotta tell them who you are and what okay. you do.
1: I'm Tactical Carl. You can find me at tactical underscore Carl Kate with the King on Instagram, YouTube, all that good stuff. That's one way you can find me. I am a Army veteran, combat engineer, full cool, Bravo. We lead the way.
0: <laughs> That's Holy debatable. That's debatable, but you can, y'all have done some amazing <laughs> you know, things. In know, I'm not know, downplaying it, bro. Y'all done some amazing things in the wars. You know what I'm saying? Like
1: you know, y'all guys, a little bit more cooler. Y'all just a little bit more cooler. Bro, but I feel a little bit a lot more cooler. I'm when it comes you. to regular, when it comes to regular fighting forces, we lead the way. Now, when it comes to you all y'all special Alphabet Delta Ranger <laughs> Seals, I won't even say the Seals, but you got some badass Seals out here. There, there is but, some badass
0: Seals in this world, man.
1: Yeah, but, you know, my experience with Seals, tell me if I'm wrong, they're just a bunch of weird old pretty boys, bro.
0: They are, dude. They're a bunch of, like, it's so not all of them.
1: pretty boys. It's
0: not but, All of them. There was some really good seals I met. You know what I'm saying? Like there are some really good seals that are out there, but some, but some, they get some, everything some, catered oh. to them, bro. Like it's it's like yeah. everywhere the seals go, it's like they got to bring like a fucking party with them because they can't even change it, their own it, socks.
1: It's like the fucking Air Force. Anytime they were with us, or attached with us, or anything like that, they they literally any training scenario, they literally got paid has to pay to train with the army. It's fucking weird, right? It's weird. Can we curse on this podcast? Can we curse on this podcast?
0: Yeah, that's what Charles gets paid for, man. He edits all the cusses now. He every time we drop the word, he gets pissed off because he's got to edit it the out. Oh, just
1: a bunch
0: of games. So, <laughs> right, right? Yeah. This is for all those woke ass TikTok videos he makes me watch. He can just sit there and edit all these bombs out right now.
1: You know about the woke. The woke community and how rich it is. I'm going to try not to curse so the dude don't have to edit that much. That's but fair. I think we just gave it about him. A... I'm an active duty police officer, SWAT certified SRG special response group. That's bad. All that good stuff in that eight years. All the rah, 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 fire on instructor, self defense instructor, stop the bleed instructor, all the fun, violent, crazy stuff that individuals dream about doing. I sometimes get to. You've knocked it out. Those yeah, I and, don't. I don't want to say guys, you're
0: living the dream, but you're kind of living a lot of people's dreams, man. Like, hey, I,
1: bro, I, I'm living a dream. Like, I get to hang around beautiful women and shoot guns and do all types of crazy. Jesus, I said I was gonna not curse so much. Do all types of crazy stuff, and <laughs> the wife is the wife is the right hand lady who's with the shits with everything. So you know, it's dude, great. and I had
0: the pleasure of meeting your wife out at that BRCC party, man, and like. She's you a nice lady, man. Me. I didn't even know who y'all were when I met you, and I was like, these are nice people. I kind of like you. <laughs> like,
1: it's I didn't even know who y'all were when I met you. I didn't,
0: hey, brother, man. Say what?
1: I didn't know who you were, either. I was like, who's this other dude? There's a whole bunch of dudes that do crazy dudes. And you don't know what dude is what
0: dude. That's, I know, man. I'm just a dude a acting dude act like a dude.
1: About <laughs> Like, you don't know what dude is what dude because that dude don't have all his cool dudes. He
0: looks right. like
1: a normal dude.
0: I just look like a bro. That's, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's that's what's it. nice, man. Is I, didn't, that...
1: I didn't know who that dude was. We was literally at a booth at the same time, an AGM booth, and I'm like, man, what's going on? Who the hell is this guy? He's like, who the hell is this guy? He was like, I'm Demo and rent. I'm like, I'm tactical girl. He's I like, know, right? <laughs> He you too. It's like you seem cool, and then yeah. we're at the party, like a normal ass another dude. Right. Like, that's the that's the crazy part about social media, right, that bro? It's like everybody has these platforms, and they like, I'm not gonna say it. Big Johnny will Big Willie on these <laughs> platforms, and then regular, I feel like regular humans, maybe like anti-social. It be the strangest thing in the world sometimes,
0: right, bro? Yeah, no, right. And it's funny as like everybody's a regular human being and how you're portrayed on social media and all the crap that you do is not like mm-hmm. you are in real life most of the time. I mean, a lot of us are, you know what I mean? Like I, I just try to be me regardless of whatever it is I'm doing. But like, right. yeah. And, and so you run into folks and you're just like, yeah, I had this dude at a gas station down in, uh, it was a Bucky's. it was the Denton Bucky's, and I was walking through and I'm like going to pay for my, you know what I mean? And I like, I'm saying at the cash register. He's like, hey bro. Scared the living piss out of me, man. It's like eleven o'clock at night. He's like, "Hey, bro." I was like, "Oh, what's up, man?" He's like, "I'm gonna get that for you." And I'm like, "Cause you're trying to pay it forward." Is that what's going on here? He's like, "No, I know who you are." And I'm like, "Oh, wow." I'm like, "Okay." I was like, "Well, you don't, you don't have to pay for my stuff." But like I'm an adult. It's okay. Like I appreciate it. It's a nice gesture. He's like, "No, I know what you've done." I was like, it, "It, it's cool, man." Like I just, I, I would rather have a handshake, you know, and talk to you for a sec versus anything else, you know, like. Just be a brother.
1: You know, I had to I had to learn how to. When I first got my wife, because I used to work inside of uh, the jail, and I used to work in lockdown with some very violent, very, very, very violent, violent individuals. The most violent individuals that you could imagine who killed 15, 20 people right. and raped the dead corpse. Like, these are the guys. People fail to realize where do they're like, oh, take all the bad people to jail and throw them in jail and lock away the keys. But when they go there, somebody has to be the gatekeeper That's right. of these. So I told my wife when we first got together, I said, some some sucker is looking at me all crazy and stuff, and they like just staring, like they're staring in space. i probably either put them in jail or I've had encounters with them, and they might want to kill me. So right. let me know if you, if you ever observe anybody looking at me with those, those, those killer eyes trying to look through my soul, and I'm not paying attention. Man, as starts going forward. I'm like, now there's more people like, is that tactical, Carl? Like, who, who, is that, is that that guy? And yep. you're looking like, man, who's this mother trucker right here looking at me? I need to pull out my Gat piece of smoke, this dude. Am I about to get robbed? And that'd yep. be like the wildest thing. And you it's don't
0: even know what you're doing. You don't to even to know the- what you're doing with, man. Like it could be somebody that's coming up to say hi to you because of all that like social media crap you do. Or it could be like yep. some freak from jail or some dude that you hooked for being a piece of you know what yeah, I mean?
1: Exactly. And you bro, know, brother, drinking the same, we're drinking the
0: same freaking tea. Bro, I tried I tried telling this to, like, like the people that watch this podcast the other day. I was like, cops don't get an off time. You know no. what I mean? Like, every cop has to have a talk with their family. They have to have a talk with their wife, their kids, whatever. Like, if somebody approaches me and I say something, if I do, like, it means get the hell away. Like, some shit's about to go down. You know what I mean? Yep. And if, if you're a cop and you haven't had that talk yet... Like, you're either not doing your job or you just, you, you work in, like, some tiny little town. You know what I mean? Where everybody's friends. I don't know. Fantasy
1: world. You live in You live in fantasy world and think you can't be touched. That's right. Because don't forget those guys. That's right. When you have a lot of out here that think they're, 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 they're hot shit and they'll never be touched. And they're that's fucking invincible. That's right. And that, That's, like, definitely, like, with new cops, too. Like, I see it. I see it. I've been in law enforcement, technically, since I was 16. I went to high school. For law enforcement and criminal justice. Yeah, bro. I knew I wanted to be the police since I was three years old. That's cool. And I went there and just like seeing the rankings. It's like ROTC, but for like cops. But seeing how it goes through like process. And then like once you become a cop, the process of that is insane. Like when I went through the program, the PPE program, they gave me the hardest, hardest uh, if still training officers on the face of the earth. You couldn't eat unless you arrested three people right. in one day.
0: Right. Like,
1: I mean, this is insane. I mean, I was in that passenger seat, like, man, I don't know if I want to do this. This is this is next level. Bro, it was so bad as me as a rookie rookie to where I'll be arresting a criminal and they'll be like, dude, you okay? That FCO, that FCO, that dude needs some help. <laughs> <laughs> I had one criminal tell me, bro, you, you know you can fall with your buddy to get them,
0: right? Dude, I had an FTO that was like, I don't care if there's like five dudes. If you're holding your own, you're just gonna hold your own, and I'm gonna stand there. I'm like, that sounds like fun. <laughs> like, let's do that. Because hey, if I need the hey, backup, hey. it's it's like right there waiting for you. You know what I mean? And like you can go out and like try your metal and be like, let's party, motherfuckers. Like we're about to have a good time. That, oh, yeah. that's a good FTO right there, man. Like like one that's yeah. like, you know what? Um, I'm just gonna take you to this horrible spot and we're gonna see how you hold up in a fight. You know what I mean? Like that's real. Like that happens. Like,
1: no, it, it doesn't happen anymore because society is so soft now that happens now that pe- you can't even yell at your probationary deputy anymore you cannot yell at them you cannot raise your voice you raise your voice they can file a formal complaint and you have problems
0: it's like the army just do more paperwork do more paperwork do more paperwork. yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Instead, of, instead of smoking the hell out of a private you gotta do more paperwork
0: so what's your take on it? I mean, like i've said this before i think one of the biggest problems with like officers is like having tenure and not being able to get people out. Like once they make it past their probationary period and they're on the force, it is like hard as hell to get rid of some of these folks. Like there was a dude that had been at my department for like 10 or 15 years and he didn't even know how to load his patrol rifle. And I'm like, how the hell do people like that actually exist? You know, for that long,
1: they exist. I'm going to tell you why I've slowed down so much. Like, from just like, straight balls to the wall to where I'm over here, like considering should I do community policing or some shit. Because when you're a hammer on the street, and I'm not a hammer, there's internal affairs, when you're doing your job properly and you're arresting bad people and you're chasing bad people down and you're doing what you need to do and force has to be used in certain situations when you're dealing with individuals that try trying to kill you, then it needs to happen at that moment. Right. So when you start doing that, those types of cops are deemed as evil, bad cops. That's right. They're correct. deemed as the ones that, that's just out here just wrecking shop. But you're trying to chase dope. And when you're chasing dope, when you're chasing dope and you're the other end, and you're the dope dealer, and you've got 25 crack rocks, and you're facing life, and you're already on probation. That's right. Or one, you're going to run. You're, you're not going down fight. without a fight.
0: And I, dude, yeah, I like, do like this it. was one of the biggest complaints and arguments that I had. Like, so I don't know about your agency, right? But mine, like, if it was anything over five use of force in like a certain time frame, every single yeah. one was scrutinized, like it was going out of control. But if you're a cop that goes after and you actually get it and you look at like somebody's arrest record, right? Like me, I love chasing dope. I, like you. Like I just I I, I hate stuff, drug dealers. Like I don't give a shit about an end line user. But the reason I hated drug dealers is because a lot of that. It has to do with human trafficking as well. So I will crack down on that like it's nobody's business. But those people, those particular clients that you choose to go after, they like to fight. They like to do dirty shit yeah. and you get into it, and then you look like shit because you got like 8, 10, 20 use of force on your record, and, and yep. they scrutinize it. every. And so it turns cops off from actually wanting to do their job. Like they don't want to do yep. it.
1: Yep, and how, and how they turn the cops off is it's simple. They continue to put you through the ringer. You go through the ringer enough then you're going to be like, you know what? This. This is insane. This is out of control. This is not even fair. I'm getting days. The worst thing to do is, and I tell people this all the time, as a rookie, unless you come in with a little bit of money, you don't have these crazy-ass bills you got to pay and do all this. So it's all fine. and When you start establishing a family and stuff like that, you're thinking about your mortgage. That's right. You're thinking about car payments. You're thinking about some real shit that you need to do. You don't have time to be. Why am I getting dates off for getting in pursuit that a dude just can rob the liquor store or some shit? And I'm chasing this motherfucker down, and I go through a stop sign. Who gives a fuck about that stop sign? Like, I safely cleared, and this bastard's blowing through it. But, yeah.
0: That's right. No, it's 100% right, man. Is hundred percent right. Like you're worried about losing your job while you're trying to do your job. Exactly. You, you worry about losing your job just for doing your job. And, and like exactly. nobody sets out to do the wrong thing. But when you're in a high risk environment like that, like shit goes down. And the problem is, is that these like agencies would rather crush their cops. They would rather cut, crush their cops and then stand up for them and be like, look, it's not Carl's fault that some dude just robbed a liquor store and he chased him down. You know what I mean? Like nope. that shit happens. And the more we let it go, the more it happens. Probably one of the biggest issues with crime right now, this is Matt's opinion. I want to know your take on it. Probably one of the biggest issues with these upticks in crime is because of the liberal policies that are being put down right now, like being laid down no, and cops being scrutinized under.
1: True. That is 100% true because the, the, the these liberals are literally around these individuals, this whole bill reform and blah, 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 blah reform. This stuff is not working. The criminals are getting out and they're doing bad things. Bad stuff to get people, and they're going to continue to get out because if we let somebody out on bond like on multiple buns, thinking that they got to be a better person, we call it racist. But at the same time, it's the people in their community that they're terrorizing, right? That they're killing,
0: right? And, like, the, and the messed up part, the messed up part is those people that are out having all their property freaking stolen, break in shootings, all that shit that's going on in their neighborhood. Like the decent people that live there want more cops. Like exactly. they want them there because they're sick of this shit and they're tired of it, but it's all the woke ass people on this other side of the spectrum that are like, cops are out of control. They, they, they they're, they're out brutalizing and, and no, they're not. It's just the nature of the beast of how some of this stuff plays out. And, it, and they're yep. the ones, they're the ones that are like, for whatever reason are the loudest that are being heard the loudest that are actually causing cops not to be able to do their job, which is allowing all this crime to spike. And all the people that are like the victims of all this, they're just stuck on the sideline, and they don't get
1: a voice. And you know why? Because good people like me and you—we're not in, we're not rioting, we're not protesting, we're not burning shit down for this. Like, and it, it's insane. And I, I, bro, I've talked to leaders on the far left side. Of I've been in rooms with leaders of the craziest BLM freaking captures I've I've never in life dealt with no Antifa motherfuckers. I, I can tell you that. Like, I don't think that would go well. No. Nope. The only only interaction I've ever had with Antifa was interaction with it was it wasn't pretty. They came to Houston after the George Floyd riots. They tried to burn our city down and actually set one of my guys on fire. And what? I'm just gonna say it wasn't pretty. The riots in Houston only lasted about forty eight hours. That that yeah yeah forty eight hours and it was over
0: and you guys crushed it.
1: This, this, uh, <laughs> this is Texas, brother. Let me tell you, this, this is Texas, and we we're not Austin, we're, we're Houston, and we don't play when the the governor say they're not taking our house. He he means every every word of they're not taking our house. It's go time, Suiting and booting. Let's go, well and that's the yeah. crazy
0: part. It's not like cops in these other cities don't have the power to do something about it. It's they're being told not to do something about it. And it's exactly. not like the laws aren't on the books that say in Portland, for example, you're not allowed to freaking throw destructive advices at federal agents. You know what I mean? Like you can't be firebombing people. They just choose not to do a damn thing about it.
1: Yep. But that that's on the other end of the spectrum. Like I said, I've been in, I've been in these meetings with certain set of groups of, that some of the stuff, okay, they 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 have opinion, it's like, okay, that's that that's not just profound. That's just like, what the hell? But at the sometimes time, it's like right now in in our industry in this world, either you're far left or too freaking far right. What in the hell? You bet not say nothing about no universal background check, or just that the third, are you canceled out? You you canceled out. Mm-hmm. You like it's. You, you, you can't like the 3d guns and everything else. Let you mention something about that. You're done. You're no longer in this industry. Yeah.
0: Yeah. God like, forbid you have an opinion, right? Like, cause your yeah, opinion, you an
1: opinion it, anymore. The, the, that
0: the problem is, is like your opinion shouldn't affect how you police. Nope. Like, like the moment your opinion affects how you police. Absolutely. Get rid of that dude. You know what I mean? Or get rid of that gal. But you're an American. You should be allowed to have an opinion. You should be allowed to speak it. But it's to the point now where people don't even want to talk. And and exactly. like and up in Colorado, man, I'm telling you, like I see cops just parked now, just sitting in their cars, like zero proactive policing hey, bro, whatsoever.
1: It's, it's to that point, and people go, "Oh, if you don't want to do this job, then just quit." Well, guess what? We all quit. You're, you're, you're screwed. And and if we act, if law enforcement actually stood up and was like freaking unionized and be like. If we don't get what we need and we want, we need to that we're we're going to we're going to stand up and protest it. Mm-hmm. Like you should have a right as an employee. Any employee that's getting treated abused and doing this have the right to protest. That's including right. nurses, somebody else under the sun.
0: That's right. Well, like, like, but let me present to you a situation, Carl. I want to present to you a situation, good sir. Your department policy says that you cannot chase vehicles. All right. Unless there is a violent felony that has occurred or is about to occur. And if you know who that individual is, then you don't have to pursue them unless you feel like they are in immediate danger. And if you don't have immediate apprehension of said suspect, then you got to leave them alone. Like, if you don't immediately apprehend said suspect, like somebody else is going to get hurt or killed. Right. So you got a drunk driver, driver is drunk as shit in their car, swerving all over the road, and more than likely will kill somebody. You pull yep. over said drunk driver. They refuse to step out of the vehicle, right? They refuse to do roadsides, They refuse to do everything. And you now are left with this option after telling them that they're under arrest. Do I use force to affect said arrest? And if the driver absolutely. goes to move away, absolutely you should. Now, if that driver goes to move out of that vehicle and take off, you can't chase them, even though I could probably articulate that if this person goes off, they have a high probability of killing somebody. Right? But I, you can't chase them. So you're you're now in between this rock and a hard place of, I have an offender that is 100% like I have probable cause to arrest them, and now I have to use force to effect that arrest, but because of everything else on the outside, depending on their gender, their race, and everything else, when you go grab that person, you pull them out of that vehicle, you are going to get scrutinized on every aspect of that choice, and it was not your position to be there. You did not put that drunk driver behind the wheel of that vehicle. You did not put that drunk driver... You, you did not choose those, those different policies. You know what I mean? Yep. And those officers, the, the reason they're getting out and the reason they don't want to deal with this sh- and the reason why people aren't out there doing proactive policing is because when you put them in that tough situation, let's say they use force and that person says they got hurt. Okay. So now there's a use of force that goes into it, whether, whether it was justified or not. Right. That gets looked into against that officer when all they're trying to do is keep them going or They have the option of not using force, letting that suspect get away, and now the officer is liable for letting this freaking get away and go kill somebody in their vehicle. So you can look like sh** either way. Yep. And people want to know why cops don't do their job. Like, people want to know why cops are parked on the side of the road.
1: Or in Houston, you pull over some asshole, and they hold your car down the driver's side, they put 16 rounds into you before you even freaking lift your hand up to write the next letter on their license plate, like... They're, they're, they're wondering why you, like, dudes like me, I'm riding around with a freaking shield in my passenger seat. That's right. That when I hop on, I hop out on them, Since I activate those lights, I throw my shield on the front, uh, I throw that bad boy on the front, uh, dashboard. Yeah, it's right on the front dashboard. It's like I got lifted up and lay down some love on somebody. That's right.
0: That's exactly like, right.
1: Like, but cops don't think like that. And also the department. The department is in its best interest of the department. Policy is not to save you. Policy is to fire you when you do something. We have a policy at my department where you can't run after people for just fleeing. So,
0: Do you mean run like like foot pursuit or do you mean run like in a vehicle?
1: No, like foot pursuit, bro. You're kidding me. You cannot pay somebody if they actually take off running from you in a foot pursuit.
0: Holy shit.
1: They want us to run behind them and just keep on running. I'm not doing that. I'm going to tell you why. Because if you're actively running from me, you're running from me for a reason. Right. The reason why you're running from me is probably greater than just running. Because if you didn't have a reason not to run, then you're running. Right. Like You don't just see the police and just take off running. You might have a weapon. You might have a knife. You might be running to somebody to set me up and murder me. That's so right. I'm the tool that you gave me that's very effective. And deploy that, deploy that taser, get that spread on there hit that individual, put them down, effectively arrest them under power, put them in cups and be good to go. But I can't do that if you're taking away my tools. I don't have time to be running after you for miles and miles and miles. Like, what if I trip, fall, break my knee on a rock, and then I'm out of work for six months? Now I'm only getting paid half of my pay, and I'm screwed because I want to abide, abide by some policy that you created because you say too many people are getting injured running from the police. And cracking their heads open. Real That's right,
0: dumb. dude. I had, dude, I had some freaking some knuckleheads in a stolen car one night that were like, I, I backed up County on a pursuit and these dudes end up stopping and one guy takes off bailing. I'm like, I was like the rabbit. You know what I mean? Like I go after everybody. I don't give a shit. So I take off after this dude jump over a fence and it's all snowy and iced out in Colorado, end up spraining my ankle, finally catch this dude on a sprained ankle because he fell in a ditch like 10 feet down and busted his leg. And, like, that's very real. If if you want to be able to quickly effect an arrest and stop it, sometimes using more force up front prevents greater injuries down the road.
1: Exactly. But you try to tell that somebody who's looking at the lawsuit, they go, well, if this is too bad, we're just going to default this cop and screw him.
0: All right, man. So let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, dude. What is like the current morale right now for the police department when it comes to this? Or like the current morale in law enforcement? I've been out of it for a little over a year now. So what what is like the current morale, given this to everything? Because I know when I was in and we had the BLM stuff that was going on, like, dude, we had, we, we had folks, I was just, you would get shot at for no reason. Like I was standing on, like, people do dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? And like, for absolutely no reason. You try to help people. Right? Like you're you're, you're out there actually trying to make your community a better place. And I like, now I'm going to go into a story. You know what? I'm going to go into the story afterwards. What's the current morale, in your opinion? Like, what's that? Oh, it's low.
1: It's at an all time low. All time low. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: That's, dude, that's so sad, man. That's, and and I like, when all this BLM crap was going on, I was like driving down the road. And uh, it was also right around the same time COVID and all that stuff. So nobody's out. It's like 10 o'clock at night. I had these dudes flip me off, man. Like A group of bros walking down the street flipped me off in my patrol car. I was like, All right, looks like we're gonna have a talk. So I pull my car over, don't turn on the overheads, nothing, just park on the side of the road. Good, I was like, Hey guys, can I talk to you for a sec? You know, and they're like, Nah, man, fuck you pig. And I was like, No, really, like, clearly, you're upset with what I have done or with what my brothers and sisters have done. I work for you, I'm a representative of you, like, I am here for you, I am a servant tell me what the hell I can do better if you're that pissed off. One of them, like, pulls up his pant leg, shows me an ankle monitor. He's like, nah, bruh, I can't get to- caught talking to you because, like, my-, my probation officer, like, I'll go right back to jail. I'm like, well, I ain't going to run you. I just want to talk to you, man. Like, I'm not trying to jam you up. Just f- talk to me. And they don't want to have it. They don't want to have that conversation. They ain't trying to hear it.
1: No, they don't. They don't want to have the conversation. They they just us yeah, the public enemy number one. They don't want to do any of that. It's like... It's like what, what are we even talking for if this is a situation. And the reason why morale is low, just imagine you go you go to a job that can kill you and I gotta worry about I got bro, it's about numbers right now. And that's that's all law enforcement is about is about numbers and the money that they're gonna make, bro. Yep. Especially right now because we have all this funding from little old sleepy joe trying to take the guns away and everything else. Like it's it's at a low. So your numbers justify how much money you get. That's right. And the department get. That's right. So they
0: the and and, and and while we might not have quotas in policing, I don't know how it is in Houston, right? There
1: quotas.
0: Right. But at my agency, we would pull up our stats, like, damn, you're yep. on a monthly basis, and I'd be like, bro, you're yep. slacking. You had X amount of mm-hmm. tickets last month. You had X amount of felony arrests. You had this. You had that. And this month, it doesn't yep. look like you have shit. And you could be like, look, dude, I can't make people commit crime. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I, I can't make people violate the fucking law. And it just so happens I came across more sh** last month, but that's how they judge you on whether or not you're slacking. And so yep. while you might not have a quota, you kind of have a quota.
1: Yep, absolutely. It's bull****. And this is this what I think. And then they don't, just like the Army, about suicide prevention and all of that. You start adding all this extra stress on humans, making them do this, buying them for this, reviewing their body cams, they did this little thing, and you think about all this extra stress that you add adding on to this person, and you got officers out here smoking themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing you put the apartment say, "Oh, well, guys, don't kill yourself." But you actually ungodly things from us to do. Yeah, like,
0: yeah, and you tie our hands like you—you right. you literally tunnel these guys. Like it's not about like here's your objective, figure out how to complete it. And by the way, here are the confines of the law. Stay within that. It's like here are the confines of the law. Here's the co- confines of policy, and here's the repercussions that's going nail- to narrow you even further. And affect your decision-making process.
1: Oh, let's let's take the DA, not taking the charges. Let's oh, take bro. this guy. You doing all of that? Let's put it on top of you. Do all of this work and and try not to get smoked while you're doing all of this stuff too. That's right. Like, you, you end up sticking your
0: you, you, it's you like, whoa, bro. You stick your neck out there, and the DA drops some charges.
1: Yep. Dude. Oh yeah, our DA don't even accept anything. Forget dropping it. We got to get it. We got to call them. Get it accepted. What? And when we get it, oh yeah, we got to call a DA on the side of the road. Whatever you got, you got to run it down to them. Tell them this is what you have. They have to accept the charge. After they accept the charge, then you're gonna to go to court. Then they're gonna freaking. We got something called PR bun that's promised yep. to appear. Yep. So we got fools out here on murder cases on PR bun. No way. They wrote a little note saying, "Oh yeah, they see I'm broke. I can't afford to pay." They go, "Oh, that's racist." Uh, here you go, Mister Criminal. Just promise to come back to court.
0: Dude, that's insane. You cannot put somebody on a PR bond for freaking murder, man. That's insane. You, you shouldn't be bonding people out for murder in the first place, situation dependent. But, like, come on, man. Come on, dude. A PR bond for murder. That's
1: what I'm talking about,
0: bro. Bro, that's fucked, man. I, that's, that's fucked. And the fact that you got to call the DA to accept the charges. Like, I've called the DA's office a couple times and been like, hey, this is what I got. This is how I feel about it. I feel like I can do this. I feel like I can do, you know what I mean? And, like, mm-hmm. this is how I interpret the law. Like, this is how I see it. This is how I understand this particular statute to be. What's your opinion on it? Can I add this charge? Do I drop this charge? Like, what what do you think? Like, call for advice as far as that goes when it's in gray area. But never once was I like, all right, this dude is a previous offender in possession of a firearm. I'm going to call the DA and make sure they'll accept that charge. Like, you, dude. I'm booking you. Have a nice day. Like, you're a felon with a gun. Have a nice freaking day. Send him in.
1: The Comes about is I understand why the DA did it in Texas because you got a whole bunch of cats that were sat happy and they was just making about their ass and they was violating people's constitutional rights left and right. I know out here we had a lot of cops that ain't, that ain't the smartest, bro. You know this. This is like the army. Yep. You got a lot of soldiers that ain't the smartest. You like, for the love of God, who gave you a gun?
0: Yep. You take the good with the bad, man. You, you 100%, you take good with bad. They're there. And it's crazy so when you think about like. Says, Go ahead. It's it's crazy when you think about like how many applicants you actually get versus how many like, and you're like, these are the people that we have. Like, how the hell did I get a dude in the agency that after 10 to 15 years didn't know how to load his damn patrol rifle? Like after Mm -hmm. this massive selection process that they have to go through, it's extensive. It is extensive, man. You're looking like a six month, most agencies like a six month application process just to get hired in, just to get an intent. Like what do they call that? Like the letter of intent or whatever. Like that's insanity, and we still get these rerees. And then yeah, no, you. Do. And then they do smoke and mirrors, and they take the easy route, like on their period. And then all of a sudden, like they they get they they're in, and you can't get rid of them. Like I promise, it is.
1: like you you can't once the, once the cop is in, I don't matter what the hell they do. Once they in, bro, they're in, and they're in, they're in the state.
0: So I'm gonna I'm gonna get your opinion on another one. You remember that. uh and she just got convicted of it, right? And she went to jail. But that that female officer that pulled her firearm instead of her taser. Yep. Right. Do you? I I personally do not believe that that was the first instance of her demonstrating the ineptitude to perform her duties.
1: Oh no, absolutely not. She's been on the force so long. I got a bunch of reports like to run around like that, like right. If they've been on twenty something years. Who's gonna say something to them? They the need union to. So strong, they don't
0: care. Yeah, well they need to, man. They absolutely need to. Like, if you want, like, if you want to talk police reform, that needs fixed. You know what I mean? It's not defunding. If anything, they need like agencies need more funding. That's what kills me. Right. People are like, oh, dude, our cops under training. Good. Give them more ammo. Give them more freaking taser cartridges. Give them a better training facility. You know what I mean? Like, yep. give them the tools that they need to succeed. But if you don't give somebody the tools they need to succeed, you can't expect them. To exceed your standards,
1: but the thing is, when you have the training classes, they don't want to freaking do it. They don't want to do the training classes. Yep. They don't want to. They don't. They don't want to operate under under that scope of things, bro. They 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 rather sit back like, oh, I've been a cop twenty something years, youngster. That's blah blah blah. I don't give a damn. Those those times have changed. The way we do traffic stops. The way we do felony stops. The way we fight from vehicles. The way we handcuff people. Right. The way we have to talk. and attempted yesterday. Those times have changed. And, yes, she's probably a piss-poor bastard that didn't effectively do her job. How many of those old heads we know? Like, don't be out there in the field thinking you're doing what you're going to do. Why are you so afraid? Like, why are you terrified of this dude in this car? And you know what? She actually would have been justified for smoking that dude if she would have pulled out her gun and shot him. He's a fleeing felon. At that moment, your partner's inside of a vehicle. He's taken off. You have every right to use daily force due to the fact that he thinks that he can use this vehicle as deadly force against you at that moment. Right. You use deadly force to neutralize the threat. But you being an idiot and actually pulling out your tape instead of your gun, that's piss poor. And that's what it's called, high-stress situation. You perform like Right. And it happens all the time, that's man. My- I push myself and I push my students at such a higher level to where when that situation kicks off, bro, we're good. Under stress, we're good. Right in the gunfight, I'm trying to be good.
0: Dude, I was I was teaching some LEOs the other day, right about uh, like zero offset and stuff like that on their carbines. And the amount that I hadn't heard about it blew my mind. Wow. Number one, number two, when it came to actually putting it into application, right of using their carbine within 15 yards and taking a high risk shot on somebody. I mean, I mean, officers they need did. training. Like, they need constant training. Just because you've been through an academy or just because you do your annual quals doesn't mean that you're going to be up to par. Doesn't mean you're going to be yep. up to standard. It, it's just, you, you, yep. you can't be. You have to constantly be a student. So now my next question for you is, what's your opinion on body cams?
1: Oh, I love them. Body cams are some of the greatest things you can have due to the fact that you got idiots always follow complaints on you. That's body right. cams will save your life, save your job, and everything else under the sun and body cams also keep you in line because sometimes we be getting out of line and you want to motherfuck somebody and then they're recording you and it's only one side of the story that's right that's right i love body cams oh, for that exact I, 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 love, I, love it. I mean the only the reason god's like oh we don't need a body cam you can't outright slap s- to somebody but the thing is if you do that somebody has a camera so a body cam is going to keep that officer is going to keep that deputy truthful. It's going to keep them in line. Agreed. And you need to be in
0: I don't, like, if, if anything, body cams, like, help validate. The only shitty thing about body cams is that it's like a fisheye. You know what I mean? Like, you're looking through this tiny little lens, and a lot of things happen off that camera. And what I saw in my short tenure as a cop, what I saw was this shift to, like, if it wasn't captioned on the body. And there's a reason for it in the state of Colorado, which is why I hate it. Because like if for whatever reason the body cam deactivated or whatever or, or you know it didn't capture certain things it goes to the benefit of the suspect if it wasn't on the, if it wasn't caught on camera and so
1: man we got, we got these huge huge box body cameras that's like a pound and those bad boys they got a they're Panasonic or whatever they're hmm. 180 degrees feet in HD so that's what I'm talking they about kept, yeah and I keep that bad boy right up at my chest level so it can see everything that's what I'm so talking about too all the way around. So you catch the full scope of what you need to, but at the same time, a video is a video with that seat, that Michael split second, that dude freaking put his hands behind, put his hand behind his back after he told him to have him on the car. That's and right. you got to, you got to go miss the cuff and you his head flying through the windshield or something. Cause you know, he has a gun Then It is what it is. Right. Or how does the public proceed? I had a situation with a guy. I pulled over who, um, uh, who's breaking in the cars? we're on the side of the road I flipped, I flipped the bitch on him and I started interviewing him and I was like hey you got any weapons on you? and he as soon as somebody says uh uh yeah they got a gun mm-hmm. they got a gun they got anytime a person thinks about it oh they ain't clean mm-hmm. so I'm like where's that bro? he's like it's in my it's, it's, it's in my pants and he goes to grab for it uh-uh. and pull it out and I grab for it and I'm I'm pushing down on his uh I'm pushing down on the gun. He's pushing up, trying to freaking bounce off the car. I'm like, it looks kind of crazy. I'm like, damn near, I'm 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 thrusting this dude with my hips, right? <laughs> yeah. So I draw out, put it to the put my gun to the back of his head, making sure I had a good offset because I'm like, dude, I'm about to splat this all over this front uh this front windshield. You keep moving, right? My partner he flips around, he hops out the car. We had to have no words. No words were said at that moment. He put his gun on the dude, and I was like, uh, I told him, put it Is it. This how fast it was going. I said, put your gun on his freaking heart so that way I don't get no, um, it don't penetrate through his head because I'm already pointing at his head. Right. And I'm like behind him. I'm like, I need you to put it at his heart, angle it that way, and blast the dude if he goes for it.
0: Terminal blisters are sort a of thing, my friend.
1: <laughs> hey, and we, me and him, he, he's an army veteran too. And he, he, he knows if I'm doing something, then this this means a reason for you to start doing something. Right. So we recovered the gun, took the dude on and carry, being burglary of a motor vehicle at nighttime, crew, tools of a crime. But long story short is that camera didn't capture what was happening all the way. No, All it got is. Me going body to body with this dude, and, and I'm it's, like, and oh. then it's
0: just white noise, like, <laughs>
1: yeah, and you go so hear boom, boom, motherfucker, and then his brain's gonna be all over the freaking scene, and yep. what, and what, and what did the public say? Oh my god, this police officer just executed this guy. He right. shot him in the back of the head. Well, I'm fighting with a guy with a gun, so he pulls his gun. While I'm fighting with him, yes, I'm going to put one in his head because I don't have time to be sitting here trying to play pew, 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 assess, pew, pew, pew. And that's something I teach my students when we're dealing with firearms. We don't have time to go pow, 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 assess the threat. Okay, he's still up. Okay, pow, pow. No, Pow, 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 drive that threat to the ground, get off the X, reassess, reassess. Did I hit him? Does he need more? Is the threat stopped? Like, the bad guys and buddies look around. All right, let's go from there.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then and then you have to go give them aid as long as yeah. everything's oh, yeah. okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. God oh, yeah. forbid but you forget so, that part. I don't, like, that part, Given, I'm sorry to do one time, and I had to give them aid. But the situation, when I think about it, I probably shouldn't have because the situation was not under control at right. all not under control but guess what start thinking back to that mindset of our department policies and things like that that dictates things of you going to jail that's right you you you, don't want to put your personal
0: safety aside and that's that's some of my biggest issues is you have to put your personal safety aside sometimes in order to do these things whether or not whether or not you have to legally like you know that term lawful but awful you know what I mean? Yep. It, it seems to me that if it's awful, it's almost no longer lawful. It's like right. almost getting to that point. Like, it's no longer lawful, but awful. It's just awful is unlawful. Yep. It's bullshit. Yep, I agree. And it puts cops at risk we, we, every Every day, day. Every day it puts cops at risk.
1: But guess what? They We have nobody who's fighting. You know, you know who did an amazing job out of all of this crap that's going on? The truckers, bro. The truckers are the only human beings that have stood up and made things happen and change. Period. Yep. These truckers in Canada—they stood up and they got stuff switched around. They got laws changed. They don't have to get vaccinated. They don't have to do none of this weird stuff that they don't want to. Yep. Like and they're yep. the only people that stood up. The nurses—they not standing up. The freaking cops—we're definitely not standing up. When well, we stood, and we have more power than anybody.
0: Yeah, and you're afraid of... <laughs> stand
1: up for what's right. Yeah. Not just because, oh my God, whiny whiny boo boo, we're having a bad day. No, like, stand up for what's freaking morally right going on in the world.
0: Do you do you <laughs> remember the blue flu? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: and, and like, I do... had after, uh, The cop with the taser in, uh, what was that, Atlanta. Yep. Yep. Like... And you still had cops come to work. But you know, when every and see that's the thing, when everybody sticks together, things get things become different.
0: That's right. When people are saying you, I'm tired of this bullshit.
1: They think they Superman, but then when they get screwed, Superman goes bye bye. Yep. That goes back to the mentality of law enforcement has to change, say different types of mentality. It does. It, because you don't, know, you think you're Superman and you're not.
0: It went way, but too... you
1: also have to have that warrior's mentality to be able to fight and win the fight. To think that you're Superman, but still treat people morally and with respect. And the only way that this stuff happens is by experience. Exactly. Now this is why you say you're not experienced cops. You got five, ten years on.
0: But it, <laughs> it, and and here's the other thing that kills me, man. Is like time doesn't equate to competency. It doesn't. Nope. People people do not learn. Some people never learn, regardless of how much they do it. And it, right. th- that is probably, like, one of my biggest issues with that whole, like, tenure deal is, like, just because you have time doesn't mean you're competent. Now, it does equate a lot of the times to it, but there's plenty of exceptions where it does not. Plenty of exceptions to where it does not. Like
1: So, it matters where you work at also. If you're working in a store and you don't have any option but to learn how to do, then that's a different story. Right. When you you work area like me where we're doing priority one calls every 15, 20 minutes, shootings dropping, stabbings dropping, rapes dropping. Like it's getting real at all times. You learn you you have to learn how to do your job. You don't you don't have an option to just sit there and hide most of the time. So you gonna know how to do something versus somebody who has thirty years on they never came, they ain't never even worked. Just been doing traffic dam.
0: stop during days. They were traffic out, doing traffic yeah. stop during days. Like we're in a highway.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. buddy, you're doing uh you're doing ten over uh yeah, I can't tell you last time I wrote somebody's meeting ticket and I <laughs> I am I'm, I'm serious. No, I, no. Like I don't I don't write those things. I'm sorry, like unless you really need it. Like if you drive with no driver's license, no insurance, okay.
0: And even then there's but, exceptions, uh, man. Like I pulled over yeah. I, even then there's exceptions, yeah. man. Like I pulled over dude, dude. <laughs> I was out looking for the head one night, right? And I knew what vehicle he was in. I knew the area he'd be in. And I see a vehicle matching it. It doesn't have a plate. I'm like, good enough PC for me to stop this vehicle, right? Pull this sucker over. Goes into a 7-Eleven parking lot. As soon as I approach the window, I already know I am done with this traffic stop because this dude, you know what I mean, is not who I'm looking for. Like, I no longer care. You know what I mean? As long as everything checks out, like, I no longer care. And it was a dude that had just got out of the pen after, like, years. And he, I'm like, "Hey, sir, can I get your driver's license off of you?" He's like, "He's like, oh man, I don't have one." I was like, "You don't have it on you? Or you just don't have one?" He's like, "No, nah, man, I don't have it on me." He's like, "I got my ID. like," he's like, "I got my like prison idea." I was like, "All right, well, let me see that," you know?
1: Yep. So he you tosses, know that right. it all day long prison so he, ID. Yeah. So can he
0: to, yeah. I love it when they do that, man. I'm like, dude, it has been like like I watched a dude one time jump out of a freaking car, like jump out of an Uber with like his little prison prison issued flippy flops. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, go and start running around. And he does this, like, right in front of me and my buddy. And we're like, bro, like, can you please get your shit together? <laughs> like, you literally just hey. got, re- like, and you're out running around in front of us. Like, I, we're not trying to jam you up, but maybe get your So, anyways, this guy, man, right, this guy on this traffic stop. He's like, no, nah, sir, I, I mean, I just don't have one. And I was like, all right, well, how long were you in? He tells me. I'm like, all right. I was like, well, what are y'all doing, man? He's like, I'm trying to go to the grocery store because he's like, I'm trying to get my baby's mom something for dinner. You know, if, or if I'm trying to like make her some, like, or not dinner, but breakfast for the next day. He's like, I'm trying to get some breakfast from Walmart for her. And I don't even know where the f- Walmart's at. And I was like, all right. So you're a dude. You just got out of the pen. You don't have a license and you're trying to go do something nice for your lady. I'm not going to f- jam you up, dude. I don't care. There's so many people out there driving without licenses that just blow this. Shit. Like I, I have bigger fish to fry. This dude was shocked that I was like, I'm sorry, bro, but uh, you're not what I'm looking for. And I don't care. Have a nice day. You obviously, by the way, you can't drive away from here. I legally can't tell you it's okay to drive, but I'm going that way. You know what I mean? Like I'm letting you know, I'm going that way. Dude walks inside 7-Eleven. I come back, vehicle's gone. I could care less, you know? You know,
1: and, and see, we have to get away from the law says this, blah, blah, blah. It's like in marijuana, this pisses me off to the fullest extent about the law. Like in... Vegas. We're all just in Vegas. Shot Show 22 was amazing. Great time. We're there, bro. People are smoking weed left and right, smoking weed right in front of the fucking police. Yes. And then you have, you come to Texas and you're snatching somebody's freedom away. But you walk to Space Jam City 123 Weed Store ABC and you can buy a pound of weed and blow it all day long, and nobody says nothing. Nobody you can gives. buy 10 pounds of weed like buying 10 cases of beer.
0: That's right, and here's the thing about weed too, man. Like, we yeah. had talked about this before. Like, in Colorado, we got, like, dab bars. We got freaking pot shops. We got all this stuff all over the place, right? Cops on a Friday night in Colorado don't park outside dab bars waiting for crime to happen, right? Like, these people get high shit, and they don't bother anybody. They don't do anything wrong. It just, they, they don't. It just doesn't cause it. Where are those cops parked, though? In front of every single fucking bar responding to some sort of freaking priority one call because somebody got stabbed, shot, getting in a fight, like, whatever. Securities mason people. Dudes are getting tased. Like, alcohol. Alcohol is a bigger yep. issue to me than weed. Alcohol. Yep. But, but, but people are so damn thick-headed they don't even see that. Like, what's wrong with marijuana? Seriously. What's wrong with it? No, like, nothing, I don't nothing care. I don't care. Like, I have... <laughs> the only...
1: <laughs> like... It feels so bad. Like, why are they subscribing capsules and marijuana to people? But we go back to the mindset of we're fighting the drug war. Well, in the drug waters, most places like Portland, that fucking hole of a place. Yeah, they decriminalize any drugs. You can. They have literally stations where you can smoke your mess. Fact. You can. Yeah. Fact. But like, we're gonna do it, so they're gonna do it. But at the same time, those same mess heads are gonna break into your, sh- steal all your stuff, and your shit up. But so that, that that's you, where the that's where the problem comes in. At uh,
0: yeah, I've got meth, heroin, smoking, freaking, smoking, freaking like that. Man, like I got problems with that, right? Like if you were to do drugs in your home, like I'm a I'm a Pretty staunch, like, constitutionalist. A lot of people think I'm like libertarian. No, I'm a constitutionalist. Like, if what you do doesn't affect other people, I don't give a shit. Right? The exactly. moment you start affecting other people, that's when it becomes uh, a problem.
1: As long as you're not touching little kids in your own home, we're good to go.
0: Yeah. Don't, don't be doing Joe Biden stuff and sniffing on little kids. You know what I mean? Like, as long as you're, like, seriously, don't be Jeffrey Epstein and I don't care. You know what yeah. I mean?
1: And I, Joe Biden, that, that weirdo. Oh, man. Sleepy Joe, sleepy Joe, sleepy Joe, sleepy Joe man. That, that, get- <laughs> people was a I think I sent you the video of uh, Putin like swimming and flying and shooting guns and just like bro he was just like getting half of it yeah. like there's a video out of like Putin just like in the he's in the river just like swimming he's like he's like in the ocean swimming with dolphins just and stuff getting it. just like like getting it I'm like this is a president right here this clown show that we have with Joe Biden is, is a joke Oh, that's like a
0: joke, man. Are,
1: people are clapping their hands because Joe Biden's out here. He's out here walking with his wife. Barely can even walk. I said, Who puts the leader of Free World, some old guy, barely can even take five steps? Like, of course, our country's going to go to war. We're going to go to war because we're being ran by a card. Like, yep. if I was a person and I see that somebody's weak in leadership, then I'm going to try them mother. That's right. That's it's right. like unit. It's like you're trying a unit. You see a unit, a convoy come through, and everybody's like "Come, cool, collective, nonchalant. Just like, doop-a-doo, Soft target
0: versus hard target.
1: Soft target
0: versus hard target.
1: You got the crazy bearded guys who's fucking coming through unmarked uh, marked vehicle swinging 50 cals every which way, wishing a motherfucker would so they can turn your house into a freaking parking lot mm-hmm. like like you go okay let's not fuck with those guys over there let's still fuck with those guys it's, it's 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 human nature it's just like the porcupine versus the lion when that right. lion rolls through nobody wants to fuck with the lion they know what the lion's gonna do the lion's gonna rip your head off that's right the lion doesn't the- have to
0: prove himself he's a fucking lion no. you know what i mean no like, I see a lion laying and there. Trump, I'm not f-ing with a lion.
1: Lying. Trump was a lion. You know, even that weirdo, even that weirdo, Obama. Because Obama, he hated the police and he hated a lot of things that I believe in personally. And Obama did all of that thing. And Obama grew up in Chicago and all of this, so he had his reasons of hating the police. So I got my reasons not to like you, motherfucker. Do you remember? I a why I don't like you, you have your reasons why you don't like me, and as a person, I have that right. Do you remember I one wrote, of the
0: first things Obama did when he got in office? I do. I remember this. And well, I, Huh?
1: I said, well, that?" I don't remember. He, there,
0: was, there was a cop in New York that saw somebody, like, he was driving through a neighborhood, and he saw a man that was, like, crawling in through a window of a house, and he was like, that's what we call a clue. So he goes out and he jams a dude up. He's like, hey, man, let me see. Like, do you live here? And the guy's like, yeah. He's like, can I see your ID to verify it? And the guy's like, you go fuck yourself. you racially profile me. You don't have to see my shit. So the guy refuses to comply and ends up getting hooked.
1: You don't remember this? Uh, so what happened with him? He went after that cop, right?
0: Yeah, he went after the cop. They, they yeah, went after t- on the cop. And then and then Obama's like, you know, I think a lot of these problems can just be solved over a beer. And I'm like, that is a great concept. But I guarantee you what took place in that conversation and, and definitely not what came out politically was, look, bro, if you just showed him you lived there and didn't assume he was being a racist cop, like, that's yep. that's my neighbor. I don't give a shit. If I'm crawling through a window, I expect a cop to be like, hey, bro, do you fucking live here? Yeah. You know, that, that's what's called doing your job. You know, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure that constitutes reasonable suspicion. You know what I mean? No,
1: absolutely. Like, absolutely. Then it goes, the cops not not, not doing it, because it's like, what the hell? What the hell?
0: Right, and now and cops are like, man, eh, he probably cops, he, he may or he may not live there. I don't fucking care anymore. Breaking in the house.
1: Do you have, exactly? Do you have racist cops? Do you have racist people that's out here? Absolutely, hell yeah. And do you have do you have situations to where that through your training experience that this meets the elements of what's happening, and you're profiling this type of vehicle at this time, this Buick or Saber. The 1988 vehicle of Sabre with paper tags, like there's no reason this car to have paper tags on it. Right. Like, at this time, committed X amount of crimes. And you've been doing the job for four or five years, and this same type of vehicle has done it every single time. And you jam them up. And it goes, you do your your, your violated stuff, and shit's a little fishy. And right. you're snatching them up. Like, that's where it gets weird. It also gets weird in law enforcement. You as a new rookie, especially like you, they probably put you in a hard neighborhood. Facts. They're like, oh, white dude, special forces operation, Green Beret, spirited guy. Here we go. This motherfucker needs to be in the heart of the jungle. And you're in the heart of the jungle. What do your mindset go to? I'm in war. People are trying to merc me out here. That's right. And you play by those rules at that moment. That's right. Like, and you get it, it done. It, and you get, it done. You get and it done
0: and what's crazy what's crazy is knowing that right because you don't go through all that you don't go through all that, like even your Iraq Afghan vets that are out on the streets in those countries every day you learn really well to read people you learn yep. really cuz your your survivability depends on reading those people on the ground and so and so right. that transfers over so easily into law enforcement you're like that dude's shady i fucking know he is like i can't prove it right now but i bet you he's up to no good you know? And, yes. like,
1: I will find it my angle. It doesn't just go black or white. It doesn't just go black or Hell white. No. And get that missed and screwed. And it is what it is. And that's another thing. It was like, bro, we a throw-down argument at one of our last meetings. They got some shit – I'm not going to even go to all abbreviations because they might say it's a, a violation of policy somewhere. some. Shit. But community policing. It was a black dude on community policing. And – they, bro, we have all types of beats teach us how to be nice to, to pedophiles and all that, which is, like, I don't be, I don't violate any pedophiles' rights or be mean to them. I treat them fairly, but firmly, and that's how I do all people.
0: Right. So My, uh...
1: I, got, I got a couple, because fucking Internal Affairs a pull this podcast and be like, look here, motherfucker, we got you. It's on paper. And then you have cops like that that hate you that I do they hate that I teach people they hate that I interact with dudes like you they hate that I know all the hot girls that they masturbate to at nighttime on their wall (laughs) yeah 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 that they're on their wall they're like oh my god those people those people are so sexy oh my god that's Matt Best right there those guys the dudes that they masturbate over to I'm like I can call like what up bro yeah
0: Dude, people right. people drive me insane, man. They they absolutely drive me insane. Like, you do you, right? And by the way, doing podcasts, especially, like, I appreciate the shit out of you coming on here, especially as, like, active law enforcement, because oh, yeah. not a lot of law enforcement want to speak out these days. Like, they, they don't, because they're scared of it. You've been in the game for a while, so I'm assuming you know whether or not you're violating policy and all the different things that oh, you're doing, yeah. how you go by. I, it. Like, I, you've I, been, you've I, been I playing I, this game I went, for a minute.
1: I've I learned the hard way, but it is what it is. And I... People don't even know I'm a cop. Like over the internet they don't. They don't. And it's bad when I defend the fan blue line and I start losing business. I go, "What the?" And then I got law enforcement that don't want to sign up and play and it's like, "What the?" Okay. So that drives your mindset to different to different things. You know, you know the Hard Twins, right? Yeah. Well, we going there today. We're going, hey, bro, we're going full send, I guess. So harsh, bro. <laughs> Those guys boys, are cool, bro. but at the same time, bro, they are out of control. Like, they are so right. They're so right-winged. They like, are. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what's happening. They're so afraid to speak out about what's true and what's not. It's ridiculous. Like, like, oh, man. I They're like the bald black people. No bullshit, and that's one thing about me. Man, I grew up in a bad neighborhood, and blah blah blah. I don't speak the most correct English, and my grammar sucks from public schooling. But and you're uh, American. That's the that's the thing yeah. about it. Is
0: like you're American. That's what makes yeah. it great, man. Like everybody thinks exactly. that like in this country you got to be like one way or another. Or you're on this side, or you're not. No, dude, it's America. We have so many different people in this fucking country, and that's what makes it great. I don't give a shit what you talk uh, like. I don't care what you're into. I don't care if you go to furry conventions and like like getting your freaking balls padded. You know what I'm saying? Like hey, I don't bro. care as long as you're a good human being. I, and and it's not like a pedophilia type deal. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I,
1: yeah. I don't. I don't go to. I don't go to conventions and get my balls. Padded. I might. I might go to a convention where they got whips and chains with electric. And There's nothing stuff.
0: wrong with that too, man. That, those are pretty that, fun, that, man. I've been that, to one of those.
1: That that that's fully consenting adult and we're all on the same boat with the fully consenting and they're not being human traffic. Right. Everybody's on the same thing. Bro, these oh, clubs bro. exist,
0: man. They exist, though, oh, man. Oh,
1: bro, you know, I thought about this. You, you can steal my deal. I don't give a because it, it's going to go to a great cause. But one <laughs> way that veterans I have found dealing with PTSD, I had a boy who's a rain. Damn, I don't want to
0: I mean, you can talk to me about it, off- uh, bro. You can there? you can talk to me about it offline because I'm actually taking part in and kicking up a nonprofit right now that you're gonna love. And so, okay,
1: cool. If anything, we'll talk uh, about that offline. Yeah, yeah, talk about that offline. But just saying, veterans that with PTSD, a great way to deal with that is like some um, state. I don't know. When you, you want to commit suicide, you want to feel pain. Sometimes feeling pain if you have a hot chick take a whip or a board That's and right. whack the shit out of you. That feels pain and sends like things to your brain to let you know, hey, that fucking hurts. I might not want to kill myself today. Like, yeah, that it's it's some weird shit, but it is definitely effective. No. Wait till I tell you this story offline, bro. You're gonna go, what the <laughs> i probably tell you I'll probably
0: tell you a very similar one to be perfectly honest with you.
1: You're, like, you're going to be like, that makes so much sense. And I'm really like, when I retire or can medically retire from mental anguish, if this gets all weird, too weird for me, then we're, we're going to go there. And I got a lot of cops in Portland that did that. They're trying to fire them. They all went out mental anguish because of the riots and everything mm-hmm. else. All the stuff they're under, they're getting paid the rest of their life. Good. Especially the ones that's uh, veterans. So they're, they're making more money sitting at home than they was in the field good good yeah we have to know how to play the game that's right. all the law enforcement officers out there that's listening you need to learn how to play the game and same thing with the military you play the freaking game that they have the fuck games that are being presented to us right now because if we don't we're going to fail that whole hard charging mindset and let you in battle at that moment when you're back you're back in the briggs and and regulation and this, play the games back with these people. That's right. Just like the, the liberals do. We have to. If not, we will not survive. We can keep getting rolled over and we're going to keep murking ourselves because it's too much. Play that game. Like the other day, I was messing around with you, like, oh, I'm taking a mental health break. I'm like, you punk bitch. You're not taking a mental health break. You're being lazy. But at the end of the day, I'm just messing with you, bro. We have to find a way of disconnect from the society that we're at if not you're going to go insane you're going to find yourself in a very deep dark place in your life that's a and fact i'm pretty sure you've been to that place i've been to that place and sometimes you relapse to that place oh, yeah, not saying that i'm trying to off myself but yeah which i'm not I'm no I, I, I get it dude i get it because
0: i've been there and no, like I'm I'm I, saying I've, saying I've talked openly world, about you it you in gotta, public you before
1: you gotta put words on that is fucking ass sad. Like, like, well, that's that's the other pain. thing, man.
0: People think because you've been through some shit that all of a sudden you're broken, and you're no good. You rebuild yourself. When I went on and I went to go like do my chiefs interview, right? Like the deputy chief was like, "Hey, man, deputy chief of patrol." He's like, "Look, man, I talked to uh, he's like I talked to a buddy of mine who's like a sergeant major in the Marine Corps, been in for like 30 years, and he says you don't go through some shit like you went through without getting like being totally fucked up. What do you what do you got to say about that? And I looked at him I'm like, sir. I was like, you are absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. But nothing that I've been through, I guarantee you, I have been through probably the same mental anguishes that most of your officers that have been on for 20 years have been through. In a shorter period of time, granted, it may be a higher level of shit, but it results in the same status. And you either learn to overcome it and you're better for it or you don't. You know what I mean? Like, I'm fine. I know myself now. I know when I get to that point. I know all those other things, and I cope. I'm not going to be that dude that's going home and freaking burying myself in a bottle at the end of the day because this is the first dead body I've seen. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be. You that, know? I'm not going to be that dude, or I'm not going to be that dude that f- cries when when something doesn't go my way. You know, like I've I, I get it. You know, I have grown. You as know
1: a human. You know why? Because my therapist said the same. I'm like, so is something wrong with me? He's like, no. He said the things that you've experienced in life has geared you towards to be hyper-vigilant of things to make like even when you're sleeping, you're still hyper-vigilant because I'm still in the field so I'm still with the shit every single day. So at any time it's it's like it's it's going down. Mm -hmm. So that's not good for the body to be in. But when you know how to cope and you make that your reality, you seem a little odd and different to people. People look at the security measures I take at home. Lights all over the place. Cameras all over the place. Safe rooms. Not a bad thing big ass, yeah big it's, ass rifles start as doing some to lay, to lay down some hate on somebody to pit bull like battle drills that we're running in the house where it's like we're going window to window that's right after it, if it's hitting the fan gas mask under the bed and luckily i have a wife that's with this that's like yep this it's is not right. a bad thing i don't know why
0: people <laughs> act like it's a bad thing you know what I mean? Like, when I'm with my kids, I make sure all my kids are in the car before I get in there. Like, we end up rolling out. Like, there's there's certain things that I do. I, you know what I mean? Like, where I park, I circle certain areas. I check certain things out. I pay attention to everything that's going on me. I, I, like, I physically profile the shit out of every single person that's in the room with me and, like, try to get a feel for okay. their personality and where they're at at the time being. All of that is not a bad thing. And once you realize and, like, you use that to your advantage, bro, you're 10 times better off. I actually, I, I dubbed this term. I call it proactive self-defense. I dubbed this term. I call yeah. it proactive self defense. If you wait to the moment when somebody's beating the f- and breaks off you to kick into overdrive, you've already lost that fight. You have yep. already lost that fight. And so, if you anything,
1: know the, God, the best defense is an amazing f-ing offense. That's right. The enemy you, back their heels You avoid
0: more sh- by being vigilant than you do by like sticking your head between your legs and pretending like the world's not a violent place. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, at all. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, when I met you and we were sitting there chilling and all that, like even at that black rifle party, I'm I'm profiling the f**k out of every single motherfucker that sat down next to us. Oh hell I don't know yeah. none of you, but I'm ready to rock and roll. I got my me with three mags, two knives. Like Katie, like it was so funny because when we was uh before we was leaving and I was uh I gave her my my gear and where it was at on my person and she was like, what? the fuck? God. That's right. That's <laughs> right. all it is. I said just in case is the fan. I'm like this little. I handed her a knife and some pepper spray, and she was like, "Okay." And I was like, "This is the loadout. This is the layout. This is what's happening. This is what's going down. And we got to egress from here. This is how we're gonna do it. While we're walking down the strip with some pop salt. This That's is right. what we're doing. And it's like." And that's oh, a high-profile okay.
0: target, man. That's the other thing. That's a high-profile target with a bunch of Rebys like us running around. That's just a high-profile target. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, why wouldn't you
1: be prepared for that? Why would you just assume that you're going to be okay there? People, no, you man. cannot. You cannot be okay anywhere. Like, no. You, but there, there's turning down there's turning down the knob, so you need to turn it down. But there's also times to turn it up. Like, yeah, I'm like, who the f- is this dude just sit? Who is this guy okay? okay who's this, yeah, who's like this crazy motherfucker
0: f- that just stole that dude's chair
1: <laughs> oh man bro i thought it was about to hey for everybody on the podcast let me tell you something about matt he stole a black belt and jiu-jitsu <laughs> in chair and it was about to be a throwdown but the dude didn't know who the f- Matt was so was gonna be a good-ass fight it, oh, was, it was about be to, a, go it was there, to go down all bro. over a f- chair and you was like that guy he's sitting stood up and he was like this guy just took my shit. <laughs> I mean he was mad bro. He was mad. It's fine mad. though, but
0: like both of us read each other just fine. Like I don't think this is some shit I wanna get into and like Exactly we accept there and we move go. on. You know what I mean? There like, you go.
1: My daddy always said this to me, bro, and it, it makes sense. He said every everybody wants to get into some gangster shit. everybody wants to be a gangster till it's time to get into some gangster sh. Nobody right. wants to die. Nope. He said remember that. Nobody wants to die. So when I look at you and you look at me and you look at my eyes, I look in your eyes and we decide, like, either we're both to get down with this and it's not going to be something we want to get into or we both need to walk away and continue to leave with the same amount of holes that we came into this fight with.
0: Exactly. exactly. Because
1: I don't give a what skill level you know, a blade to your eyeball or your skull will really change the the dynamics of this fight. And you're not going to realize that this fight has just hit the fan, that point, just by reading me, you go, oh, this dude, this five eight foot tall black dude with spiky hair, That's little right. little beastie over here is is is, is with all the like I'm with it all. Once that switch gets clicked on, there's no switching to click off right away. Once until we have dissolved the situation, That's dissolving right. the situation is going to escalate in a couple of ways. Like people don't get that shit about violence. Why individuals like me and you don't want to go to the violence or any of that, guys really pissed me off with this Oh, I want to kill somebody. No, you don't. No, you don't.
0: Nope. You don't want to be involved in that, the especially motherf- in the United States, States, man. There.
1: Yep. The motherfucker that screams oh, I want to just kill somebody, I want to kill somebody are the individuals that never that never had to go down that road or e- even individuals that deserve to be shot. You still don't want to shoot them, but you shoot the ass because you have to because right. you don't want to be killed. But there, there's there's the individuals that feed off that shit a little bit and just and just get that card for it, those are the individuals that have issues
0: that's right it's not a personal choice man like you force our hand and that's i mean yeah. at least here in the states overseas i push that shit all the time but here in the states it, it, it really is man like don't don't force my hand you know what i mean like i'm, I'm a nice guy i'm a bro and, and and you should come off just like you you know what i mean like i like i said i never met you i didn't know anything about you i didn't know who the fuck you were i thought your wife was cool as shit. I thought you were a cool ass dude, but I don't want to know that side of you. And I'm not going to go. And you portrayed yourself perfectly like just a humble bro. You know what I mean? I don't know (laughs) if you're capable of violence. I don't know what you're capable of. And nobody should know that either. If you come off like this tactical like,
1: (laughs) like you're just telegraphing
0: everything to the rest of the world.
1: For real. Like just be a normal ass. You don't even know I'm armed. That's the thing. You, I I will, you might, you might, and see a knife or something in my pocket, but I could just be Jack Jack B Jack B humble or That's right. But,
0: I might be opening some some MREs later. You don't know me Yeah. Like
1: Yeah. You do Or if I'm a hard target then I'm 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 I make sure I look like a hard target, kitted out and ready to rock and roll, but just blending in with society, then I attempt to blend in by wearing my colorful ass shirts and always have a smile on my face. But at, the, at a moment's notice, I am ready and mentally and physically capable of bringing a lot of violence. That's right. And people and get confused. Day- people
0: get confused and they <laughs> think that being a hard target is like, no, being a hard target is nothing more than being vigilant about where you're at. And, and if you That's think it. about it for a lot of these predators that are out there, because everybody that goes and commits persons crimes, they are make no mistake about it. They are predators that commit these persons crimes. And what they look for is those people that are easy, soft targets even you just like nodding and smiling or just you know giving a head nod to somebody or just acknowledging their presence is enough to turn them off because they're going to go to the oh, next yeah. person that puts their heads down doesn't acknowledge doesn't tell them no you know that that's who they're looking for they ain't looking for the dude that's like set up they ain't looking for the girl that's set up even if they prime think exam- they can take the chick they don't want to lose an eyeball in the process
1: a oh, prime it, example new orleans i hate new orleans i hate new orleans with a passion I went down there to shoot some content, Black Rambo, go to New Orleans, go to Bourbon Street, never been there. Like, let's go. So I go down there. When I go to Bourbon Street, I didn't have the best time because it was a bunch of bulls. Point blank, period. I went over there. I got my f***ing Vortex backpack and all this. I got an AR-15 in that bad boy. I got a big can of pepper spray, two f***ing smoke grenades, uh, my Glock 19 on my heel, three mags pepper spray in my pocket in a mad kit. I'm like, I will never in my f-ing life go somewhere for fun to have to be strapped up like I'm about to go to war, bro. But mm-hmm. let me tell you, we walked through a situation, some weird looking f***ers. We walked through, and I see them. They're looking at me. They're looking at my wife, and I nod my head. I was like, what's going on, gentlemen? And they was like, nothing much, living the dream. Not living, yeah, my b***h said, living the dream. I was like, oh, that's cool. He's like, you ain't from around here, huh? So said, nah, I'm from Texas, baby. You know, we like to shoot shit over there. And just just throwing out little small hints and stuff like that mm-hmm. just but still being cordial nice and polite so right. passes up. three the same three dudes i was just trying to beat the shit of this fat dude and robbed him
0: that's right that's all it takes man that's all it takes is just that little bit to make yourself not the victim that's all it takes bro how is how is that by the way this is this is kind of funny because you know the girl i used to date right she got oh, so yeah pissed at me one day because she saw I followed Black Rambo on Instagram. And she's what? like, "Yeah, she's like, "The fuck are you looking at? That guy is a joke. He's a r- he nah, nah, nah. starts going off. I was like, "Uh, he puts out some cool ass content. Like what's your problem?" <laughs> like, "Man, dude's got some crazy content. Like who the fuck shoots oh, yeah. a fully auto de- Desert Eagle, man? Who who does that, man? Like that's sh- just wild." You,
1: you want to know something funny? You want to know something funny about Black Rambo? So Black Rambo is actually a Marine Corps veteran. He was a uh, he deployed 2000 2000- 2003 bro what yeah with the paint battalion get yeah. the f*** out of here oh yeah bro oh
0: I gotta talk to this dude man get the f*** fuck, no fucking way did he really oh yeah good for him bro oh yeah
1: he's deployed he deployed he was a marine he was a marine for uh, I wanna say three or four years
0: yeah alright man we gotta stop it right there we, got, we, we gotta stop it right there like this is, this is getting out of control this is getting out of control if you haven't guessed yet about who's about to be on you need to stop by tomorrow and figure out part two cause this s*** got out of control this, <laughs> you all been asking for the longer episodes? Here you go. Asking you shall receive, ladies and gentlemen. Hope to see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for stopping in on Speak the Truth Podcast. My name is Matt Tardio. I'm out.